broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Episode 10, Receiving is a Skill that Has to be Cultivated. So many of us have trouble receiving from others. It's not a skill our parents teach, nor is it learned in school. We enjoy the getting of something, but actually receiving the love and the kindness is different. For many of us, when we receive a gift, we feel obliged to give something in return, to keep the balance so we don't owe one another. Or when we receive a compliment, we counter it with mentioning one of our faults. We dismiss an offer of help, spouting our independence when the support really could benefit us. Receiving is a skill that can be learned. My primary love language is gift giving. I'm that person who remembers that when we had lunch three months ago, you mentioned wanting to take up journaling. So for your birthday, I gift you a beautiful leather bound refillable journal with your favorite quote embossed on the cover. My intention is for you to feel my love and appreciation for you as a human being, not that you owe me anything. I learned this from my grandmother. I never left her home without a full belly and knowing that she loved me deeply. She also accepted gifts from me as an act of my love and appreciation for her. I had a splendid example of how to give and receive properly. However, I still had trouble accepting from others because of my abandonment issues with my mother. Do you understand the true essence of giving and receiving? Giving is action-oriented. We're in charge of the situation. Doing for someone else makes us feel good because our brains are wired to get pleasure from giving. We get recognition from the receiver. This charitable act unwittingly builds up our ego. Even the Bible touts the virtues of giving. But this type of giving that the Bible speaks of is one that we do from our hearts, not our heads. The egoic mind wants recognition for the act of giving. The heart wants the receiver to feel valued and worthy of the love that is being given. Do you see the difference? One is an act of self-service, and the other is showing our vulnerability. Receiving is submissive. It opens us up, something the ego doesn't want us to do. To receive love that is being shown, we have to expose our hearts that shows that we care. That unlocks our hidden parts from the giver. Giving and receiving are not two opposites. They are two parts of the whole. There is no act of giving without participation from the receiver. Both are fundamentally needed for love to be given and receive. Neither is more important than the other. So why is it so hard for us to receive? I had trouble receiving from others because I didn't believe I was worthy of their love. My ego thought if my mother allowed my trauma, she didn't love me, and therefore no one else would either. This limiting belief blocked my heart from genuinely receiving anything from another. We are worthy just as we are. We have to know this in our hearts for us to give generously and receive the love a gift to us represents. We must be able to receive from a place of openness. Our hearts can be closed for many reasons. When my husband was little, he circled the items he wanted in the Sears and Roebuck Christmas catalog, but each year he didn't get the items he wanted. So he adopted the mantra not to get his hopes up so that he wouldn't be disappointed. I understand that for a child, this may work to protect against future pain. But as an adult, this is cynicism in action, preventing us from achieving our happiness. Sometimes others teach that to receive, we must first give, based on the maxim that there is no free lunch. 
the ability to give and receive becomes transactional. This misguided adage implies some inherent unworthiness. This limiting belief again is a lie from the ego because we are worthy. Receive comes from the Latin recipere, meaning to take back. What that means is what we receive was already ours. How do we overcome our unworthy feelings about receiving? Only the egoic mind thinks we're unworthy. Our soul knows the truth. The first step to realization of our worthiness comes when we remember who we really are. We are spiritual beings living in a body while we're here in this earth school. Our soul, the heart's voice, is our tour guide if we allow it to speak above the egoic mind. Once we tap into our soulfulness, our authentic self emerges. Our soul knows that we are all connected to source and that we are all connected to each other. Therefore, we're not alone. We are not separate from spirit nor one another. By surrendering to our hearts, we open ourselves to see from a loving perspective and not from the egoic mind. As a recipient, we feel appreciation and love from the giver. We don't wonder what they want from us. We don't think we have to reciprocate in kind. Gratitude wells up from deep within us, and we're thankful for the blessing this benefactor has in our lives. How do we get better at receiving? Understand that our gratitude and thanks are enough in the return for a gift we received. When the giver sees our joy, our smile, our appreciation, they have received what they desired. Our understanding of the love and kindness the gift represents. Authentic giving and receiving are acts of love that only comes from our hearts. Be aware of the feelings we have when offering a gift. Are we being open, loving, and excited by the joy of the recipient? Or are we concerned about if the gift is better than the one we got from them? Or if they liked what we presented? Do we think we outdid their gift to us? Or our gift was the best one they received? How do you feel when you accept a present? Be conscious of our emotions when presented with a gift. Are we joyful that the giver is bestowing us with a token of their love and appreciation? Are we reacting to getting what we wanted, or are we disappointed with what we got? Our gift to another is about showing love and appreciation for this person in our life. Us receiving a present from someone is them showing us how thankful they are that we are in their lives. This act of love is the essence of giving and receiving. It's a heartfelt behavior of love to one another. So how do we receive a compliment graciously? Why is it easier to accept a negative comment from someone than to believe a positive remark from them? Deflecting compliments isn't modesty, it's rejection and self-defeating. When someone says something nice to us, we need to resist the temptation to diminish their compliment. Sometimes we aren't even aware we do it. You know, when someone comments on the beautiful scarf you're wearing and we were like, oh, this old thing? When we dismiss their comment, we minimize their act of kindness to us. This action has a twofold consequence. It perpetuates our feelings of unworthiness and rejects their love for us. We need to recognize that we have value to others. Accept our unique and individualized awesomeness because we are all in our own way. When we are given a compliment, respond graciously with a simple thank you. Don't devalue the gift they give us. Also resist the urge to compliment them back. We don't have to give something in return for their kindness given to us. How do we learn to receive help? Society praises independent people. 
we see them as less needy. In contrast, we see dependence as taking more than is necessary, or we see that taking as selfishness or weakness by the receiver. We become empowered when we learn to receive support from others. When we receive help, it's because we've asked. We aren't taking it. The giver is providing us with a gift, and we are thankfully accepting the help. When we acknowledge the collaboration with others, we gain more by working together than struggling alone. Also remember how we feel when we're asked to assist someone. We gain self-esteem because someone recognizes our talents can benefit their work. We enjoy the association with another because these are vital connections. Helping others feels good. So by asking for help, you allow others to feel good about themselves. Are we balancing our giving and receiving? Many of us have spent a lot of time helping others to our own detriment. Hello, I'm Terry, a recovering volunteer. I've spent decades helping organizations with my time and talents. Now understand me, assisting others is terrific, but there has to be a balance in how we give of ourselves. In my last volunteer foray, I was working 50 hours a week at my regular job and then spending another 30 hours leading the local biker gang. I was swamped, but not always productive. My husband and I ran a local chapter of the Goldwing Road Rides Association for six years. I ran monthly meetings, scheduled monthly rides, wrote the monthly newsletter, and planned all the social activities. I did so much that I was depleted and ready to quit when my husband told me I needed to ask the other chapter members for help. By asking for help, I could work on those areas that were my strengths and allow others to grow and expand their talents to the group. I had to learn that for me to have balance in my giving, I had to ask for help. And in doing so, I could relax, open my heart to receive their gifts, and then we were all successful together. Wholeness comes from both sides of giving and receiving. We have to both give and receive from the heart for our souls to expand and grow. Giving is more comfortable than receiving, but we have to give because we love, not because of obligation. When we choose to show our love for another through a gift or an act of service, we show our vulnerability to them. They can choose to receive or reject our love token. When we receive, we connect with another and form intimate bonds. We show someone our vulnerability by accepting their gift without attachments. We release any shame or negativity about receiving when we let go of the egoic mind's wrong beliefs. By humbly receiving and showing our appreciation, we live with the wholeness and balance of both sides of the endeavor. We have to learn to trust that when we are given something, there are no strings attached. It's an act of love. And when we give something, we have to gift it with no expectations of anything in return, other than seeing the other receive our act of love. Moving forward by giving and receiving from the heart. The universe gives to us and we receive, but we have to realize this daily occurrence. A smile from a stranger, a coworker holding the door open, the compliment from a friend are gifts which we receive. Pay attention. Be thankful. As we head into the holiday season, examine why you are giving. Are you gifting because you are showing your love or do you feel forced to do it? Are you offering without expectations? If you genuinely want to contribute something from a place of love, then be discerning with your gift. As a receiver, let's make room for accepting help, words of kindness, and another smile. 
When presented with a gift, relax and enjoy the loving gesture of the other. Allow ourselves to open up so we can take part in the full experience offered to us. When we resist receiving, we oppose giving. To fully participate in the wholeness of the act, we have to take parts in both sides of the process. By doing so, our lives become more fulfilling because we can see the divine in the practice, and it feels different. As we become more conscious of how we feel when we give and receive, we learn to give from the heart so we can receive the gift of love and kindness every time it's given. Do you need support to help you give and receive from the heart? Do you want a strategy to help you overcome the ego's limiting beliefs and live a successful life? If so, please reach out to me at terrykozlowski.com where we can put together an action plan for you to create the life you desire. Please join us next week as we discuss how you are a unique part of me that I don't know yet. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. Thank you.